Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. I hope you guys are doing well. Today, I want to help guide you towards making your changes that you decide or you know that you need to make easier for you to help you prepare the canvas for the change that you desire to experience in your life. This is important. It's important because if we want to make change, oftentimes we experience trepidation around this, unease. Sometimes people are involved in our change, right? Sometimes we don't want to look a certain way when it comes to change. We all have our unique experiences around that. But one thing I know is that when you are unhappy, change is absolutely necessary for you. And you know this. But oftentimes that's where the conversation ends. We do not often make ourselves stay in that conversation, right? We might start distracting ourselves. This is a lot of this is unconscious. Or we might be conscious in the moment, but we might not feel like we can really deal, right? Our mind is being pulled in a lot of directions, a lot of chaos, right? It really is right now. It really is about creating your own happiness. We have to create those boundaries. If you want to be happy, if that's under underlined here on my notes, the key to happiness is you expanding that personal conversation and realizing that the only way this is going to get done, if you want to stop talking about it and you want to step into your action, that's what's necessary. The other thing I want to mention is the key to happiness is in your heart. That's the key. Your upper, upper chakras, if you will, are the place and the space where you can finally feel liberated, freedom, and expand yourself up into that higher divine experience of life. And that is really where the juiciness of being a creator in this lifetime is, is really learning to go into your heart space, do the work, right? And then we start opening up more. The heart opens up. We start to see new possibilities. We get to see, uh, we we let go of those fears, right? So when we can take off those lenses of fear, oh my goodness, we see new opportunities, new possibilities, tap into new perspectives, new, new, new. It really and literally is a whole new way of living and experiencing life. And I hope you hear my passion and my, my feeling of feeling inspired as I share that truth with you because this is the ultimate way towards your happiness and your freedom. It is not in the outside world, people. The key to it lies within. It's within. So it's time to move from the outside to the inside world, okay? And change, when we're unhappy, change is that big thing that a lot of us typically resist, push away, because we've been programmed that change isn't normal, change isn't good, right? Change isn't something that often our families wanted, right? (laughs) A lot of our families resisted 
around change in all ways. But here we go. So we're talking today about preparing our canvas for change. So this is going to be a short podcast. I want to offer these, these three ideas that I have to help you move into this space of what might feel uncomfortable for you. This will hopefully make it easier for you. Okay. Number one, number one, it's important to have a conversation with yourself around creating around change. Okay. Right. Like your why, why do I want to change? Get comfortable with this, right? We have to, when it's uncomfortable, we have to go into the uncomfortable and make it comfortable. And the way that we do that is by walking into it, stepping into it, confronting it, facing it. What keeps us in our lower vibe state is resisting it, pushing it away. Don't have time blah, blah, blah. Right. So we have a conversation with ourselves around the change itself, why we're doing it, why it's important for us. We, we start to get honest, right? But what we have to do in order, I believe to make our change easier is to, is to create some boundaries around ourselves. It's kind of like our parent energy. We're going to bring in that parent energy and we're going to say, okay, Here's the scoop. We have to create a cocoon for you so that you can experience your change in a safe way. It's important to do that, but it is, I do encourage you to have this conversation as part of your foundation for your change, because oftentimes our changes affect the lives of other people. And we want to feel, and you know, we want to feel prepared when that conversation arises, right? Remember change isn't the norm on this planet. So people look at you funny, like, well, what do you mean you want to change? Right? It's kind of like, how dare you? Right? So this is why we do this. So number one is having this conversation around creating loving boundaries for ourselves and also getting really clear on why we want to change why we feel the change is important for us. And also it's important too to take a look at who is this going to involve? Who will this ultimately affect? Now we don't have the conversation with ourselves to help us run in the other direction. We're doing this in an honest way for ourselves because we want to prepare ourselves for the emotions and the resistance and the uncomfortableness that other people may experience. I want to also let you know that that is not, it's not your job to protect the others. Your job is to create your cocoon, your personal boundary, your safety for your change. You can deliver that information in a loving way to other people and how they decide to perceive it or, or resist it or welcome it, whatever it is, that's really on them. That's not something you can control. Okay. And I say that in the most loving way because I've had to make a lot of changes in my life. So I get this really deeply moving on to number two, make peace with your change. This kind of goes back to you know, your conversation, getting clear with why you're moving into the heart space when you start to make changes on your behalf. This is self-love. 
it's one of the most powerful things that you can start to do for you is to make change. It's positive for you. It's a loving act of self-love. So make peace with it. The more peaceful you are with it, again, when you have the conversations with others that are going to be like, oh, you're changing that. You're going to be prepared on how to experience it right now. All we can do is prepare. Sometimes we get a little thrown. Sometimes <laughs> we get thrown because it wasn't a big deal. That happens a lot. I don't want you to feel like just because you're making a change and it's going to, you know, include other people that they're going to resist it. They may not. And, and what I have found, what I want to share here now is part of this peaceful process for me has been letting go of how I think it's going to be and also getting really peaceful with it. Because when you do make peace with your process and the decisions that you make for yourself, that frequency and that vibration is felt unconsciously by everybody else's energy. A lot of our communication, remember, is energetic. It isn't with what we're saying. It's really energetic. We just don't realize that, right? We've been schooled on believing only what we see. So, you know, this is using your other senses as well. Number one, having your self-conversation, right? Answering your why, you know, setting your boundaries and your cocoon for yourself. Number two, we're making peace with the change. I want to also offer something else that can help us, our mantras, something like, um, I am changing now and I love it. Start to say that. That will change the frequency. It will support you. It will go into your unconscious mind. It will help all of you get on board for the change. You're like, you're, you're really taking action towards making the conscious change on all levels for yourself so that you can, you're creating that space so that you can. And number three, sharing with others. So let's pretend you've decided you want to lose weight. And what happens? We start to get attention sometimes when we lose weight, depending on how much weight it is that we need to lose or we are losing, whatever it is. So if it's weight, we start to get attention. Sometimes we're not comfortable with attention. It's really stepping into a place of being able to have the conversation around the weight. So people might say, oh gosh, you know, wow, you, you look really good. That's nice. Or, you know, if you have somebody in your life who's overweight and they start to feel threatened by your weight loss, you might get something like, what's going on with you? You know, like they start projecting onto you like there's something wrong with you. And, that, and that's why I bring this up. These things can be very touchy, right? So as long as you're comfortable with your change, you can look at your loved one or your partner, whoever it is, and you can say, yeah, you know what? I've decided that I want to make this change and it feels really good. That's a powerful statement, people. Not a lot of people are going to uh, engage further with that. All right, they might say one, you know, they might throw something else out, but that might be the end of it. This always goes back to you and how comfortable you are with what you're doing, why you're doing it, right? Creating the loving boundary. And, you know, we never want to 
project what we're doing onto other people. That's like that nagging energy. We want something from somebody else. This is only about you, right? We're not looking to do this for the benefit of others. When you start going into those energies, you're not aligned with yourself and you move out of the heart space and it's more into the lower vibe and the lower chakras. It's more about your ego versus your self-love and your heart. So that's what I'll say about weight, about relationships. Let's say that you realize that you've outgrown a relationship. You've done everything that you can. It's a hard conversation. There's no question about it. I have lived this many times and it's never an easy conversation. Unless you're with someone who's highly conscious and you both realize it's in your highest and best good <laughs> to part ways. And that's a beautiful thing when you can play at that level of relationship. But most of the people who probably are listening to my podcast, you're probably where the majority of us are. And that is that typically our experiences, one person, if, if it's not working, somebody wants out and somebody needs the other to stay. And here's where you really get to uh, expand yourself in the way of your your loving boundaries for yourself and your cocoon and what you've created because you have to let go of the codependent entanglement that you created with this person, right? Because that's what this is. This is heavy codependency when you've played the role of staying and fixing when the other person wasn't able to maybe live their life or they needed you for many things, right? You know that kind of relationship. You might be realizing you have that. Now, I want to also say on a side note, do you have to leave a relationship when it's codependent? No. But is it on you once you realize that it needs to change to change it? Yes, it is. It'll drive you crazy after a while if you don't take the necessary steps for that change. However, if you want to leave your relationship and you, and you know that this is going to be a, a challenging conversation I'll share with you what I did. So in the relationships that, um, you know, were longest, I really prayed and I called upon God, the universe, my angels, my team, my guides, my teachers, all that I was aware that was available to me at that time. And it was limited actually at that time. All I, all I did was probably say, Hey God, listen, if this relationship isn't for my highest and best good, then make this separation and this dissolvement easy. Let it flow. Let it be as easy as possible for all concerned, right? With this untangling. And that is really, that is one of the first steps that I did. And I really put it out to the universe because when you do that, you're talking, you're allowing your soul and your higher self to kick in and start to guide you on what it is that you came here to experience. What kind of relationship did you come here to play in? Did you come here to play in a more expanded relationship? Chances are, if you're identifying with what I'm talking about, when it comes to making the change and the relationship, I'm probably talking to you. And it's probably in your highest and best good to make the change. So where do we begin? With a loving conversation an honest conversation. I'm not happy. 
we've tried this, right? I'm pretending like you've already tried a lot of things, right? I'm unhappy. If you haven't, great. Then figure out where you guys could make a change. Seek some help. When you realize the imbalance in the relationship, what you want is you want to regain the balance or, or not regain, maybe for the first time, you would like to experience balance. That's actually what happened to me. I wanted to feel like I was also being cared for in the relationship because I felt like, and hey, this may not have been true on the other person's side, okay, but this was my experience. I wanted to feel like I was supported, like I mattered. My needs were important. We all deserve to feel that way. And those who are conscious of the imbalance are the ones who are here to have that. That's what I believe. So getting back to this step three, which is sharing with others the change, the change that's happening with us. Remember, the more comfortable you are with your why and why it's important, then you can actually start navigating those conversations in a loving way. And I want to mention that, look, if you are a person who's struggling and you've tried and this, that, and the other, this is where I shine. This is my specialty. This is what I help people do. Really learn to realize that, <laughs> this is going to sound extreme, but the crucifixion in life is really within the chains that we have in our mind and all the rules that we put on ourselves, right? All the worries all the shame, all the regret, all that stuff that keeps us from making healthy change and learning how to move into that heart space and, and, and really be able to enjoy self-love. It really is the key to happiness. And, and we can't have that happiness that stays forever unless we're willing to roll up our sleeves and actually start to take action on our behalf. That's where this begins. And I can't encourage you enough to, to do this, to stop talking about it, right? I, I know what this is like. I used to get sick and tired of hearing myself tell everyone and myself how much change I was going to make in all areas of my life. And I ended up not doing it. And what does that do? Repeats that looping cycle of regret and shame and all these things that we do to ourselves over and over again. So we have to stop. Stop the pattern. We have to interrupt that loop and we have to step into action. It's about aligning your thoughts, your words, your actions, your feelings. We're aligning. This is how we create. This is how we manifest what we desire. Okay? So I'm going to leave it here. Please reach out to me if you feel like you want to work together or you need more information. Uh, you can always subscribe. Love to have you as a, a subscriber. I'm about to rebrand and have a new website. That's something that's very exciting. That'll be coming up here in the next month or so. So stay tuned for that because we've got some changes going on. Uh, at this time, you can find me at KimberlyBell.org. Don't forget, Kimberly is L-E-Y. And I'm very active on Instagram and Facebook. And that's about it. Sending you all lots of love. And here's to your change. Go get them.